All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 10 of Slosser and Humphreys on the road, and we've got loads of stuff for you. We'll talk about how much we miss comedy, we'll break into tears, we'll start cuddling, we'll have a bit of a kiss. <laughs> I think we stopped the podcast for that bit, though. Thank so, God. yeah, just just a heads up of what happened behind the scenes, really. Uh, but on the podcast, yeah, you get to talk about... I think I apologise for something, I can't remember what, I've got a short memory, but uh, you're about to hear it, I apologise for something, I mustn't have meant it. Enjoy the podcast. Like and subscribe. Anything to add, Daniel? No. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins. Straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? I'm Kai Humphreys. And you're also... Muggins. And you're also... Co-host of the podcast, that is... No, you're you're sorry. I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. I assume this is an apology episode. I've apologised already. <laughs> I think it <laughs> needs to be... Like, it's not a one-off apology. Because it's not like it happened one time. This isn't, oh, I bumped into you. Sorry, let's all move on. You've been wronging me for a long time and you've become self-aware of it. Right? Finally, fi- finally, listeners scream from their cars... From their stacking shelves. Finally, he's got a little bit of self-awareness, they say to themselves. Explain yourself. This is why people don't apologise anymore. You know that, Daniel? <laughs> no, this is why people don't apologise to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this, very aware of why people don't apologise to me. This is why Donald, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump gets away with everything because he never apologises for it. Uh-huh. Justin Trudeau elbows one lady in the boob. And because he says he's sorry, he's a monster. Well, he also blacked up when he was like 17. And then he said sorry. If he hadn't said sorry... <laughs> it would have been fine. It would have been fine if ah. he just doubled down. It's because he was sorry about blackface. Uh-huh. That was the bad thing. That is where we're at with society now. Because if you apologise, people like Daniel Sloss see weakness is blood in the water like a shark. Well, uh, you know what? You, you bring that up. I actually do agree with the concept of... Not, well, not apologising for comedy, though. That's a different thing. You know what? I'll, I'll get round to me second apology in a second... But uh, you, sh- you should use apologies uh, the same as kisses on text, sparingly in case you need them. <laughs> <laughs> is your phone on? Yeah, it was you, I think. No, that was an iPhone ring. Oh, uh, that was, it was the battery turning back on. Oh, see, that's okay. blame, blame, blame. It's never you. You're never at fault. <laughs> <laughs> you're, never, you're never at fault. Are you saying that I didn't take personal responsibility <laughs> for Immediately. They came from behind you, but your power, your power of I'm never at fault is so strong that an iPhone noise from behind you must have come from my Samsung sitting over there in I'm front not, of you. I'm not a fan oh, of this. So how nice of you to come down from the fucking heavens no. to co-host this podcast, uh, mate. Can I just say thank you on behalf of everyone. You're what welcome. Pleasure. One, you're welcome. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, I don't know why this attack on character has been applied to such a very specific situation. Like, as if, like, oh, this is the way you act. No, no, no. The specific situation is I put you on the phone to our good friend Jimmy McGee because he wanted to congratulate you. Oh, he did. Because yeah. he's not on Facebook or social media and he heard uh, through the old school method of the grapevine. Ah, he did. He literally threw the grapevine. <laughs> he literally right. threw the grapevine. Well, not literally through the grapevine. It's no, no, no. He was using a vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> and the gossip made its way there. Everyone was talking over a little Pinot Noir. Mind that time we went to a vineyard with uh, vineyards? Vine- yeah. Either uh, way. I think, I Wineyard think, does make it sound a bit... You know. I think vineyard is posh for Wineyard. Aye, aye. Not, so, it's not a specific language. Was it, it was Adelaide we went to that vineyard. We went to Molly Duca's oh, and we had velvet glove. Velvet glove and it was in that fucking bottle that I couldn't hold. It was in a velvet bag that you were scared of. I wasn't scared of it, couldn't touch you it. terrified. I've explained. Obviously. That was also the day that... Uh, like, oh, can you get there's some velvet in the bathroom? We got... We got so drunk with uh, the the Tobins and uh, Jimmy and then we went with uh, Biebs and Mal uh, and we went uh, to a steak restaurant and we were fucking mullered, right? Mm. We were we were obnoxiously drunk. And or, high or, as well. That was the that that was two thousand fourteen, the dawn of the vape pen. 
Oh, the Parks vape pen. Yes, it was. Well, it had like a, it had like a kiln on the back. Like a, you put weed in it. Ah, it was. It like wasn't a, like it had the capsules. It was yeah. It was like a little sauna, and you had to grind up there. It was actual fucking ground up weed. Then God, I do remember that. Yes, we were stoned. We were drunk. I was at least obnoxiously drunk because uh, at the end of it, like, because the Topins had taken, like, such good care of us over this thing. Like, you know, they took us, they had us over there, they took us to the So we're there for the best of the Edinburgh Fest. Aye, aye. And they, they, where they, they picked three acts, which was me, you, and Jimmy McGee. And we just... a showcase show. Which was 20 minutes each, where we got a dinner every day, we got to share an apartment, they bought us, like, we got at least three... Took us some activities. We got three free drinks at each fucking venue, they drove us to the parties afterward. It was just that, it was genuinely one of the best fucking months of my we kept catchphrasing Goodfellas. We had it all. It was perfect. Because we knew in the moment that, like, we had it all. Aye. Like, it, we're like, no matter where our life goes from but now, it, but, no, no, we, we will look back. We didn't have it all, because, like, all that was happening, but it was in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not. Like, it wasn't bought. We had it almost. <laughs> yeah, we had it all. Most. In Adelaide. <laughs> like, it was, it would have been the coolest story in the world had it happened anywhere fucking else. In Melbourne. <laughs> oh, man. We would have been balling. Nah, but I'd, of course but it I'd could. Da- I did it in Melbourne. Yeah, you, oh, you got subbed out for Carl Donnelly. I did, I. I tapped out because I didn't like being away from home for that long. God, back then. I <laughs> <laughs> all. What a fucking amateur. Um, so, yeah, like, they take it such good fucking care of us and also I was really 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 drunk I hadn't seen babes for fucking days because I was like I'll I'll pay I'll pay for the dinner and Mary Tobin was like no don't do that like I'm a business like I could like this is literally a business expense uh, and this is my gift to you and this guys. is my gift yeah. to you you've come over you've entertained us and I'm and I'm like I'm 22 years old. I'll fucking tell you another thing and uh, came to and, and I was like I actually got ahead and Mary Tobin stepped out eventually and fuck I remember at the time wishing she'd just been a little bit firmer because it was like a grand uh, <laughs> that it, was money that 22 year old me didn't have uh, pre-Netflix uh, that was all like I had don't get me wrong I had money but I, I bit off way more I thought you were just doing the Jerry Seinfeld eyes thing when you got the bill I didn't think nothing of it <laughs> it was <laughs> selling <just> shit <laughs> Oh, the great! Uh, if you if you want to know that reference, watch uh, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, and it's with uh, is it? I think it's the Norm Macdonald episodes, uh, and it's just I. And I've done it a million times since. I, it's one of my favourite things to just get videos of different people doing it. Like on my phone, I've got just like everyone, Barry, that everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just you know the works. Aye. My wife, me, <laughs> just three with day in it class. Good little in joke. <laughs> so, to track it back, um, I put you on the phone to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. My phone cut out. Mm-hmm. So, I plugged my phone in on chargers. We walked in here. So, mm-hmm. when you blamed me for my phone, I wasn't drunk on power blaming you. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, my phone's run out of battery. You Aye. were there. But it was my phone. It was your phone. But then you somehow spin doctor like what? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, I genuinely think, like, don't be wrong, like, I love this podcast and I think people fucking listen to it, right? But I think this podcast must be so cathartic for Matthew Canning. <laughs> Just, it must be so nice because for him, he's never stood up to you in his life. <laughs> Like he's just over the <laughs> over years. Okay, I'm listening so far. <laughs> okay, okay so far he's making a lot of sense. <laughs> over the years, just like he just takes it, and takes it, and takes it, and then finally, like a little bitch. I like a little bitch. Yeah, yeah go, of course. Go. I just need to clear up the little bitch thing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is cathartic for him. This. He's in a bath, right? And he's got the podcast in his ears, but he's got Toto on the Alexa, right? Uh, Rays of Africa. And, he, and he's got like a Chardonnay because it's a fucking weak woman's wine. And uh, <laughs> and he's just got tears streaming down his face because finally a man is standing up to you and holding <laughs> you to task, accountable for your words and your actions. No, and he's, I just... he's trying to stand up. <laughs> you're, like a, you're like a little sparrow hawk. <laughs> Like Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Does that make you Scrappy Doo? You're like, and we're going to get cancelled for this. Um, someone, <laughs> someone in the little person community <laughs> swinging at me, and I've got my foot, my hand on the head. Aye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we are going to get brought down. Oh, cancelled. <laughs> um, so I apologised to you via the meet, not of DM. I didn't just text you. Aye. 
I did it like a man because you know men are big on the Insta scene. <laughs> yes. You know, proper blokes. Yeah, yeah proper blokes. Use, going use, and, use fleets. Uh, <laughs> aye, aye. Proper blokes go on social media to express uh, their emotions. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. like a man. Uh-huh. A yogi eating man. You say a yogi or a yogi? Yogi. Yogi. I mean, yes, yes. I said yogi, but that was my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Just because yogi, I was like, I guess like eating egg yolks is manly, because I yeah, guess I guess they did not it. Not the protein bit, the bit with cholesterol. <laughs> 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 Shuna, weird flex. Yeah, I think Rocky did that, didn't he? Or did he just have Did he not take them out? <laughs> um, yeah, I apologise, because Natalie was um, getting behind on the podcast because she doesn't have a commute anymore. Aye. She doesn't get to go to work. She doesn't, she's... And what she works from home. What, she, doesn't have, she doesn't have to commute there. What she would do in London is she would go for a little walk around Victoria Park to um, begin a day mm. and then come back, but we've moved to Scotland and it's just a lot more hostile terrain out there. Mm. So she's uh, she hasn't been doing our um, podcasting, so she's been catching up since uh, we started in the new year of the podcast. And she's had it on sometimes in the kitchen when she's cutting like vegetables and that, whatever right. she's doing in there, uh, <laughs> women's stuff. <laughs> yeah, when she's in the kitchen cutting shapes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> cutting a rug. Uh, <laughs> cutting a rug. Cutting me out of LA. <laughs> you know. Uh, cutting around in her birthday suit. Yeah, she keeps shutting me up so she can listen to me. <laughs> like, shh, listen to a podcast. Like, but I'm, I'm here also. <laughs> I, but baby, this is live. And she's like, aye, but this is with Danny. <laughs> Um, uh, do you ever? Th- do you ever? Th- <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. Do you think it's she's not shutting you up to listen to you? Hi. She's shutting you up to listen to me. She's shutting me up to listen to you, getting your jokes rolled over, <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over, it, to the point that I don't even know if I've done it on this podcast yet because <laughs> I can't. I can't be that unaware of it and be aware of it. Aye. So how do I even remedy it? <laughs> How many times an episode do you think you roll over? I'd been in the kitchen ten minutes, I heard five. Because <laughs> to be fair, Ish. I, I'm so used to it that I don't register it anymore. Like when you like when you did the post of like, oh, I'm very sorry you do this, it was like apologising for tripping me up when I was seven years old. I'm like, hey, we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, all, it's all behind us now. Is it like... Um, you know when if you're doing if you're doing a TV gig, you like it, it was uh, Mike Wilmot told us this right. I done the Comedy Store show, the, the last TV I done back in 2011. <laughs> Mike Wilmot was on and he was like, "If they don't laugh, act like they are laughing because they're gonna they're gonna end it for the telly, right? So if they didn't laugh for a joke, don't then instantly start the next one. Just smile as if you're receiving laughter. They'll put the laughter in. Aye. Do you do that the podcast? <laughs> you're like the audience will get it. Kai's rolling over them, but the people that count. No, I, th- I genuinely think it is. In the same way that you know our rule about when we complain about each other, it's all in any medium, right? It's with the knowledge that we know ourselves is flawed, right? Go, I'm going to say this annoying thing about you, knowing full well that there's a thousand annoying things about me that you just put up with. That was what the passive-aggressive whiteboard that we had in Gar's Cube was about, right? Yeah. It's being like, look, I've got flaws and you've got flaws, but at this moment in time, I'm pointing what you're saying. The reason I've never pointed out that much is because I fucking roll over other people all the time. Uh. <laughs> so I, maybe, I, I think in my head I'm just like... The chain of react, chain reaction of like uh, nitpicking at each other. Ah, if you pick it, one thing, you go, all right, okay. Well, because the person I, who knows you the most intimately, you want to start a fight with him. Well, not even that, but I also... That's right, Cara, the most intimately. <laughs> I also definitely, like I... I I've probably rolled over a bunch of your jokes in this as well. And also, I definitely rolled over to other people, so I'm not. The difference between me and you, though, is, like, intent. <laughs> oh, what? Because when you're, when you're doing it, you're just you're just pushing my joke out of the way so you can get to yours first. <laughs> oh, that's it. That it. <laughs> oh, so you're not that self-aware, then. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I've got I've got one queued up, and I'm like, you know what, let him get his in first, because then mine will be, like, the topper. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that he's got to say, I, I can hear him stopping talking. And there's like the, the way your voice just inflects. I like I know you, you finish the sentence and then I dive in. So I, I listen to the tone. <laughs> <laughs> and Natalie always tells me that's very important because it's not what I said; it was the way I said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apology accepted. Well, 
you're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you say it, lad. You know what I mean? It's like, someone wishes you a happy birthday and you're saying, pal. <laughs> you too. Happy birthday to you too. I hope you have a good one. Can you remember? I, I remembered this the other day because I remembered it yesterday because it's um, my goddaughter's 15th birthday. Which is oh, the. Well. She's the youngest of the three goddaughters that I've got because I've got four goddaughters. <laughs> I haven't count one of them. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> hey, I've got one with one friend right. and three goddaughters with, another, with right. another friend, right? And uh, the youngest of those three mm-hmm. uh, is called Rihanna. And I'm going to say, when did when did I live? After who? Before. <laughs> She's 15. Yeah, but Rihanna's 30, so she can't. I didn't have She didn't name her after a 15 year old, like. But I don't know. Maybe maybe she did. Maybe just if, if 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 she's named after Rihanna the artist, mm. spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did. Oh, so it's from. Oh, okay. So it's from Rihanna. Got you. So Welsh. So Rihanna, um, when did I live with you and Jean? Oh, you'd 2013, have to have 2013, 2014 era, Aye. which is seven years ago from so Rihanna's seventh birthday, right? Aye. Um, I started because I sent her a video, right? Every every birthday, I'd send me God kid a video. I'm never there, mm. right? So I always send them a video, right? And the video that I was sending for Rihanna was, you know, the Gwen Stefani, this uh, this beat is bananas. B A A N A S. So I was like, this birthday's Rihanna's. R H I A. Spell her name right. Rihanna. You can do it in the moment, but not now. It took us a lot of takes, right? Right. So I'm like, this birthday's Rihanna. Jean comes upstairs with a bowl of cereal, and I'm there, selfie cam. This birthday's Rihanna's. And she's just like, what the fuck are you doing? She didn't know he got daughter's name's Rihanna, right? And I didn't know she didn't know I had a goddaughter called Rihanna, and I just. Went, it's Rihanna's birthday, obviously. Jean <laughs> <laughs> obviously thought I meant the Rihanna. pop star Rihanna. <laughs> so I tweeted it to Rihanna and just styled it out like that's what I was doing. I clicked on that Jean thought I was doing that and then continued doing that, so wait, doing what Jean thought I did. I committed to the bit. Wait, so does Jean? I sent a DM, not a DM, I added Rihanna in on Twitter seven years ago. Did she like with it? With a fit fa- nap. Nobody did. <laughs> Nobody did. Jean did. She laughed even more when she found out that that's not what I was doing and that's what she oh, thought. Mate, I was, I was going to ask, because if this was the way that... If Jean was listening to this on the way to the... Uh, and this is how she found out. She no, found no. out. No, I'd love to be for that moment just in the train where she just went... <gasps> it all it all played out over the course of a few minutes where I sent it and then told her what was going on and uh, it was we laughed because for a second she actually thought I was wishing Rihanna a happy birthday. <laughs> Right, would you? What I? Would you? Would you actually? Would you bang Rihanna? Aye. Aye. I don't think that's how I was actually going. Do you rhetorical questions? No, no. I think my actual question was: uh, Do you reckon she'd be fucking? Do you reckon Rihanna would be one of the ones that'd be cool to fucking hang out with? And I'm basing my answer on on one image of her I have, right? And it's her at a music festival, and she's on like one of her security guys she's on his shoulders and he's fucking massive right because he's Rihanna's security guard so he's like seven foot two right uh, and she's just rolling a blunt on his head oh nice aye and aye. I was just like you look like someone that I'd love to hang out with not necessarily bang if she wanted to I'd have to ask Cara but aye. you know I, I, you know what like I, it's not even that, like, I, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting a bit older and my libido's turned doing a bit, mm. right? But I, I, I wouldn't be that lost. I'm, I'm happily married. <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely. Uh, like, I don't, like, I, it used to be that stardom had this such a, what, mm. what's the opposite of stigma? I don't feel like I'm using stigma, right? Ligma. Ligma. <laughs> Ligma balls. <laughs> It had an absolute ligma about it, you know what Aye. I mean? It would be like there would be no way on God's earth that I would not fuck Rihanna, given half a chance, married or not married. But now I'd be like, oh, it's like any of the implications of this. I've got quite a content life right now. Is this kind of rock, kind of rock the apple cart? Because <laughs> look, if it doesn't rock the apple cart, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Can it just gives a, a nod. Just and then like, she'll nod and I'll go, like seriously though, uh, I don't and then, know. And then I'm like, 
Devin Meggers asked three times and then I didn't pick up some subtext that wasn't there. Oh, Devin being mad because I asked. I have to ask. <laughs> I am. Um, I know, I just think it must take loads of effort to not to cheat. I reckon that's easy. Like uh, banging someone. But the. You know, it's the living with it that's impossible. Oh, but also, I just couldn't fucking. It must be so much effort to have an affair. It's it would be fucking exhausting. Exhausting, but and what it would just be fucking imagine the. I'm saying imagine, right? Well, like by the in, way, at one point, the... sorry, sorry to interrupt you here, but because Natalie obviously listened to this podcast, she was talking to Cara about this the other day, because they like listening to this podcast, because apparently all we do is talk about how much we love them and whatnot, and they, think that, and they think that's quite nice for them. Maybe we should actually spend the rest of this podcast talking about how easy it would be to cheat on them. Just oh, so... it, it, it would be easy to do, but it would be shite. Aye, it would be... I, as long as they as long as they understand how easy it would be for us to cheat, and I know it's easy for them to cheat. Let's be real, like it's... oh, oh, like if that's a given. Aye, like like if Cara wanted to, that that wouldn't even be impressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, slow clap. Aye. Oh, well done. But um, but we could we could hold our own. In... It's not a war they'd want to start. It would just be fucking shite. It would be shite like... You know what? Right, I'm going to... Full disclosure. Right. Cheating on Natalie Lawson on it. And, uh, I was, <laughs> <laughs> People would be fucking astonished at the concept of that. Previous relationship, Aye. like, I had to hide my phone a couple of times because I had text conversations going on with the lasses. This is, like, back when I'm in my early 20s. Aye. And right. with less attractive people, so it's okay. And, uh, and it was fucking just tiring, man. Aye. It was just, you live in worry, you like... You're texting on the sly and that, and it's like I I, I dipped I dipped my feet in that world. I didn't like who I was. Aye. I didn't like the experience of it. Finding but out how quickly you lie is never a comforting thing. <laughs> finding out you're a good liar is you just go, oh no. It's not like finding out you're really strong. It's like finding out, uh, I don't know. I like I don't know who is it that said if you if you're honest, you never have to remember anything. Um, is that a quote? I mean, it's very funny that you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I never have to remember now. You don't have to get your story straight on anything. Mm. And to live in that thing where you've got to have your story backed up and you're fucking building this web of fiction to prop your life up about where you've been or who you've been talking to or what you've been doing. Like, nah, not for me, that. Right, that was my... I said to Kara, day one of the relationship is... is uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll never lie to you. Just, I can't be honest. I'll, I'll just be honest the whole time, and, 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 and she fucking fell for it. What a man! Hook, line, and fucking sick. Sense of this bit. Oh, I might, I gave into this bit, but the fucking, the things I've managed to get. Bonus content. They're not going to pay a Patreon. Are they? I know, no, of course not. Things not going to. We'll get this on the Patreon. We'll get this on the Patreon. All the stuff about them because they're not going to pay. Stupid fat bitch. I tell you the other day, this is she'll not appreciate me saying this on the podcast, but fuck her, she's had three podcasts where I've talked about how much I like her, so I can tell this story about her. You know Cara, she's lovely, she's sweet, and in some things she's really, really smart and intelligent on. And then there's, you know, the rest of the world. <laughs> and then there's all other subjects. Um, she's a bit... Um, slow on the uptake for some things we were watching TV the other day and she's just watching out of the corner of her eye right? and she just turns up to look at the screen and it's a child in rags with a glass scooping muddy water out of a puddle right? and it's a charity ad for obviously for starving kids in Africa and uh, she goes oh is he getting tadpoles <laughs> Uh, and I'm like, no, you fucking northerner. This is a protector, man. Yes, baby. Yes. Ah, yeah, I know. Yeah, they're having loads of fun out there. Yeah, she's yeah. just she's gonna turn it into frog spawn and high village. Millions of them getting tadpoles. Yeah, just every day, every day, and walking just have thirteen miles, walking thirteen miles for tadpoles. <laughs> just uh, carrying the tadpoles back in a jar on her head. <laughs> just for us school science projects. Oh, to be fair, I, I think I should apologise. There it probably wasn't starving kids in Africa because I think that's 
I mean, I'm not saying Africa's fixed, but I'm pretty sure they don't like the fact. I think that's now a very outdated thing to be like, that's the poor country. Just yeah. assuming that the third, uh, that you go to third well, world country. Well, because I don't, it's, I don't think Africa's not a third world country anymore. It's a continent. Well, <laughs> all right, well, that's a good point. But I, I don't, I can't remember what fucking book I was reading, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's out of it, and they're just like, stop. Is <laughs> like, it? Well, I mean, I mean, I could easily be wrong. Are we finding out now on Sloss and Humphreys on the road that poverty in Africa is over? No, I'm not saying it's... No, sorry. No, no. But it's not... They're not all in... Like, all of Africa... <laughs> Next week, world peace. Uh, look, look, guys. Look, I'm going to get Palestine and I'm going to get Israel on the podcast, right? And I'm just going to... I'm going to make them play chess together and we're going to sort this out once and for all. No. Um, obviously, you can't. Africa's fucking. It is a continent. It's fucking massive. You can't say starving kids in Africa because they're, they're starving kids in Europe. Yes. They're starving kids in America. Yeah, they're that's, saying like, stop going to us every time there's starving kids. Kids eye. Like, yeah. like, it's every, like as if he thinks there's starving kids in Africa, as if there's not starving kids literally everywhere. There's just more flies buzzing around in Africa, so it makes for a way more impactful starving ch- child photo. But I also, no, I think they've. I, I mean, it depends on part of Africa we're talking about. I've, and I've not been to any of it yet. Have you not? No. Nah. Uh, South Africa, you've got to come. I... We've got to do that. We, we um, try to wean your fiancée onto wine. Aye, because she's a fucking... Because she just likes hooch. Aye. <laughs> I love how much Natalie just <laughs> casts shade on her every time she offers her a drink. Well, because Cara... It's said yeah. with so much attitude. Cara has a very particular palate, and that is... Juice. <laughs> juice, aye. Aye. She likes alcoholic drinks to taste like juice. Or vodka. Or Juicy vodka. Yeah, yeah. Or but that, Natalie even like, she'll offer you a glass of wine. Or a whiskey. Or, or a whiskey or something. And then she'll take the car and went... Oh, I don't really have any like. <laughs> I don't have any boozy ripe peanuts. For I, don't have any, I don't have any. I, don't, <laughs> I haven't put any horrible through a soda stream, so um, <laughs> you're probably just going to have to drink water. That time. Uh, that's all right. You want to put a sippy cup? <laughs> <laughs> so, Kara is. Um, I tell you it, what. I'll drink a bottle of vodka, and you can fucking breastfeed you, and you can have a white Russian. Have that. It's got. You gonna. You put milk in a white Russian, don't you? Mm-hmm. I often that if my friend uh, passed away and I was going to have a white Russian because that's the drink, the drink that she liked and then I found out what it was and I just had a whiskey. <laughs> I like, I love you Liz and all that but... <laughs> you know, I had a white Russian. Nah, no. didn't seem good. They're, they're alright, like it's, do you like Bailey's? Aye. Right, imagine a worse version of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's just, that's what it is. I suppose, yeah, I know you mentioned Bailey's. Bailey's is a milky alcoholic drink Aye. that I do like. It's 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 you could have one and then you're like, you know what? It's kind of like what Bailey's work on your cereal. Hey, I mean that's a question for when Martin Nelson's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you ask a man with depression. <laughs> <laughs> Get an actual alcoholic on Aye, I tell you what, I did one time. Um, I went to uh, pour myself some Weetabix. Right, put the Weetabix in the bowl. Pour. You know, you pour milk on the Weetabix. Oh yeah. Okay, fine. Sorry. Right. But I do get what you're saying. I didn't pull the wheat out of the packet. I kind of like just made a mess with crumbs all over the desk while at the desk. It's <laughs> 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 school. <laughs> Plot twist. So it's school. Got it at my desk. <laughs> got in the, teacher, got in the teacher's uh, fridge. Aye. Only a tiny bit of milk left. Teacher's fridge? I mean, I was just trying to spin off the bit that I was just in the classroom. Right, right. Got you, Does yeah, your teacher not have a fridge? <laughs> well, you in know the faculty. What? We don't call it a faculty. Staff room. Staff room. They had one. Deva went in there. We had a we had a teacher. Oh, they might because um, we were allowed, we were allowed to drink tea, coffee, or hot chocolate and philosophy occasionally because Mr. Duncan was one of them cool teachers. Kids would drink coffee. Well, fifth and sixth year, you were allowed to. If you uh, brought in your own mug, you could. Uh, so I made myself a cup of tea aye. using the little bit of milk that was left. There was enough to make a cup of tea, just not enough to make a bix. Poured it out with wheat bix. Bish bash bosh bobs your uncle. Tea, tea to bix. <laughs> oh, no. oh. I was stoned <laughs> in the morning. I was delighted. Huh? <laughs> Wake up, fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm not criticising. That was the that was the phase actually when um, when I was trying to teach myself how to roll. You know how I can't roll. Aye. And uh, it was when I lived in my flat in Ashton, and I I just kept rolling myself the worst joints, but mm. like each of them. It, it smoked. Oh, I got down. And it had enough weed in it to get you really high, 
but it just didn't feel like a success at the end of it. So you're like, I'll roll another one. I, like basically, I can fold a cigarette. Yeah, you can fold a cigarette into something you've before. Now, there is. There's a, there is a, such a thing as spliff snobbiness, right? I'm, and I'm fucking looking at you, Brett fucking Vincent here, right? People, right, who, who are just fuck, oh, I won't smoke that. You're like, f- like, fuck you, it smokes. Like, I understand you're very good at rolling. And Brett Vincent is a very good roller. Like, he had a, remember that time he had a fucking roll-off against Howard Marks backstage at Altitude? Yeah. To who could roll the fucking best spliff. He's very good at it. But I used to roll fucking Brett spliffs, and he was like, these are off, we can't fucking smoke these. Like... It it does the fucking job, mate. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, your I, ones were particularly bad. I, <laughs> they were. Yeah, like, get us out of rolling them. I, <laughs> That's not why I did. I'd love to be able to join the party, but in the future, when I, uh, I mean, put it this way, Scotland's got Scotland's got about I'm gonna say twenty years. Scotland's got twenty years to legalise marijuana, right? Before uh, before I just start planting it anyway. Right, because I need to, you can't. I'll, I'll wait till the kids are gone. I'll have kids and families, but I'll, I'll start fucking growing as much weed as I can then, just to fucking for personal use. Then I, I really want to get into rolling uh, nice either spliffs or blunts. I just think it is just a class skill to have. You know what? I feel I, I'm, know, dead, just, I'm dead embarrassed that I can't roll a spliff, man. It's like not being able to take a throw in. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like fucking come on. It's like driving an automatic. Ah, uh, yeah, it really is. It's a total yeah. bullshit thing where you're just like, oh man, and I have tried. I really fucking have. You've sat with us. It's just I. Well, I think it's because you. There's got. If you can't, if you can roll, you've gone through a part of your life where you were just where you were either a stoner or you were a fucking a rolly, and you were just uh, so used to it, it became. Just making prison you know, rollies. Prison rollies. Oh, I tell you what I did do for a lot of I years. I miss prison rollies. I miss prison rollies at music festivals. Aye. I haven't had a smoke in six months. Do you miss it? Mm, and you know what? It's not It's not me go-to now. You know, like, um, I fucking... I tried some of your whiskey the other night. Aye. The Thurzo whiskey. Aye, the wolf's phone. Fuck me, was I mullad. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> Trying to play Call of Duty. <laughs> Halfway through playing, I was like, I've got to put my contact lenses in. I can't see a fucking thing here. I put my contact lenses in. It was not my contact lenses. <laughs> it wasn't my fucking contact lenses. Like, I was on my list doing Tom Horton. I fucking, I, I like, I think I need to publicly apologise to them now. <laughs> I was fucking wasted, mate. Uh, it's 58%. That, that's the Wolfsburn Lang Skip whiskey. Uh-huh. It's, and, um, uh, fucking to, delightful. To get that drunk and not think about cigarettes. You know what I mean? To like get to that, that level of sesh and then not think, like, I need to get out the shop and get some tabs or, like... For me, it's... It, it, it's not even on my mind when I'm drunk. And to, that, that, that's what... Uh, I, to, to stop uh, smoking, which I've done in the past for right. periods of time, right, I have to stop drinking because I'll break when I'm drunk. See, I did I did the opposite. When I quit smoking and when I quit vaping, like when I was off the neck, I mean, I mean, I say I quit fucking vaping, I just smoke weed every second of every day, but that's more of a lockdown thing than anything else. Um, when I quit fucking uh, the e-cig and the cigarette at the same time, the only way I could do it was uh, I had fucking walk come round that night and we got a bag and we were both drinking and I had a pack of cigarettes and my e-cig on the table and I was like, I have to get through Though I have to get through a night where I am off my tits, and there's another smoker and it's, there, and it's and it's there, and there's another smoker there, and I've got the time to, I've got to be able to resist it in my worst state. Resisting it when I'm fucking sober is a pointless endeavour. Anyone cannot smoke when they're sober. That's a fucking piece of it. When you're cunted, that's the challenge. So I just yeah. used to put myself in in training. <laughs> that's a that's a situation I haven't had yet. The one where um, I haven't I haven't been around smokers just because of the way the world is. Mm. So that's getting us to this point. I've never I've never been drunk drunk around other smokers, which is that's the that's the one where you bum a cig, and then you have to buy cigs because you don't want to be a bum, and then you've got some the next morning, so you smoke the next morning because they're there and you don't want to leave a pack, and that's how you get back onto it. But right now, right now, like after this fucking podcast, you tell me we just go out there, we walk down to the little fucking river there, or we go on the fucking bridge there, Some and I plan your fucking minty. Would be nice in that, but it's like, nah, I, I think I need to go longer. What we've still, I'm still going to keep the pact with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. We've got one ticket per year. Yeah, yeah. Which it's getting to March, and none of us have used it. Where mm-hmm. you can go and write 
we're going to share a deck of cigarettes. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy a packet and go, you've got to split these with me. Or you buy a packet and say, you've got to split uh, with me. And the packet's done, the packet's done. Yeah, and uh, I think it's a good fucking system. I did, we did use them both last year. We used my packet when we did acid in the garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we were going to save years for fucking altitude. Yeah, was it my birthday? Yeah, it was yeah, my birthday. And that was the last one I had. Aye, aye. I also fucking smoked a bunch with uh, Matthew. No, I didn't, Mum. Don't listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you snitch. No, you was... shocked your brother. Oh, fuck him. If you can't tell her. Absolute <laughs> 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 snake, y'all. Aye, well. Um, I, I, think, um, I found myself being uh, pretty mundane lately, though. Like... There's not, there's not much like I've, I've moved into my house. Mm. I go to bed at a reasonable hour. I get up early. I do my workouts and all that. Play a bit of rocket league through the day. Watch a movie with Natalie in the evening. Mm. But I find myself getting so mundane that like I'm like, a fucking half time to just start smoking again just to have some character. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna start smoking again, obviously. But I'm like, I, I different, like, I different feel cool right now. Oh, not, aye. not the whole smoking thing, just the lack of social life thing. The like. You know how bad it is, right? I watched um, Thor Ragnarok mm. the other day, you know, and they have the Hulk Festival. Aye. I really wanted to have a Hulk Festival. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get around with the Hulk float and the Hulk banner. Aye. Oh, <laughs> Bruce Banner. <laughs> That's my... You fucking... You're such a snake. What are you talking cunt. about? Oh, what are you talking you're about? some fucking nerve as well. Thank, oh, thank God this isn't a video podcast as well. You fucking saved that facial reaction for the one we're just doing fucking verbally, aye? Are you trying to say that was your joke? Uh, oh. oh, that's a very specific conversation. <laughs> and it was very specific. It was at your fucking house the other day when you were telling the story, and you went, Oh, when they had the Hulk banners, and I went, I think you probably called the Bruce banners, and you went, Ah ha 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 ha. You fucking honestly. Uh, what a weird claim. Uh, Odd claim, that. So, so you've gone from fucking rolling over jokes to just playing up fucking <laughs> nicking them, have you? Good you fucking think that's better than you? As if, as if Natalie wasn't there as well. She's going to be listening to this fucking episode. She's going to listen to you make that joke and she's going to go, shh, you stole another one, you rat bastard. It's my one vice. <laughs> stealing your jokes and rolling over them. <laughs> what, my one vice? <laughs> Both of those things are my one vice. <laughs> the Olsen um, twins are my one vice. The witch, the Olsen twins. <laughs> Mary Port and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that their younger sister would get way more famous than them? Who's that? <laughs> what? Is that um, Brie Olsen? <laughs> the, the, no, that Brie, Brie Larson, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley. No, 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 not Marvel. Brie, I'm talking about Brie Olsen. <laughs> No, but you're also kind of close. <laughs> Scarlet Witch is Mary Kate and Ashley's younger sister. Also, that's is also, she? Yeah, she's the younger sister. Wanda. Yes. Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. <laughs> I'm just doing it in the tune, to the tune of Linda. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So she's the younger one. Also, ah. And she was also in... Um, I can't. I can't bring myself to watch WandaVision yet. I can't get excited about that. I'm going to watch it in Fucking lockdown. The Cleveland show. Joy. You know what I mean? Like, nah. What are you doing? Uh, you have got there, enough but... good stuff. What are you doing with that stuff? <laughs> WandaVision. <laughs> like, you haven't even. I can't. I can't. Well, apparently you've got to stick with. It. Apparently it's like. Apparently it's worth it, and a, and a lot of people we respect have said it's good. Like my dad, Mark Nelson. Have both went I and I like this grinding you down thing. Like the fucking the series is now are getting like men in the nineteen twenties. Mm. <laughs> where they're just like they just get they just kept at it <laughs> until I liked them. Ah, oh, you've got to get no, that's that's American TV. American TV shows are always you it's know. Stockholm syndrome. No, no, it's, it's the, in the same way. The American comedies and the American dramas work in the exact same way. The, the difference between British stand up and American stand up, which is in British stand up, you have to get the audience's attention within the f- first fucking five seconds, and you've got to keep it for the first minute. La 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 la. Pay attention here. 
Americans will watch you for three. They'll give you three minutes cursory watching, regardless of what you're fucking doing. They're like that first round of Anderson Silva when he used to just test his jab for yeah. five minutes, yeah. and you would you'd be like, "Oh, you've got to see this guy. He's the best fighter that's ever walked the earth." And then you'll spend like three minutes doing yeah. fucking nothing. To put it this way, to make a British person look at something, you've got to convince a British person to look at something. American person will just look at something for three minutes, and then they'll get and then they'll go, "Okay," and then yeah. they'll move on. Neither's wrong, neither's right. So I, I, I like, and I mean, it it has worked with everything that you've done. Like when you said stick with Shit's Creek, because mm. I just didn't get it at first. I was just like, I don't get the acting. And then, um, which by the way, you and uh, you and Gene totally remain <laughs> <laughs> totally remind me of Stevie and John. Stevie and uh, okay, where's the fucking name? John. No. No, I know the names of the characters. David. <laughs> no, 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 I know the names of the characters. <laughs> David. <laughs> Now he's he's screaming at the podcast because she's heard me crack that joke three names in it. Now she knows how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, so I stuck with Shit's Creek. It also was a Daredevil when Daredevil first came out. And I wasn't mad on the the Marvel Universe at the time. I didn't even realise it was part of that universe even. Uh, Even though it's kind of is, but it isn't. No, you didn't give much of the Marvel movie. Thor's was the one you never... Thor, I walked out the cinema. Aye. Thor 2. Aye, but that is... Uh, even Marvel fans will admit Thor 2 Because I'd never seen any of the other ones, really. I'd saw Iron Man, right? Aye. Hadn't made the connection that Thor and Iron Man were the same universe, Aye. right? So, like, I'm just watching a complete standalone film here. Aye. And they were hiding behind our menus when someone was there, and it was quite obvious that, like, the person could see them or whatever. Like, I can't remember how it went, now. But I just went, sorry, Danny, but I'm off. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking left you in the cinema. You Did you come with? Uh, yes. Ah, uh, you left now. Ah, oh, you made me. But I've rewatched it since. And it's still shite. It's part of the, like, the one through. But, like, this was, it was, it was one where, um, I had, like, because Natalie wasn't convinced at all about the Marvel Universe. Mm. But during lockdown, I was like, we're doing it. Begin to end. I haven't seen all of them right through. The ones I have seen, I've seen out of chronological order. Like, I want to, I want to watch it through. So, like, let's do it. Right. And I had to just kind of, I just, but one of the films I worked at the cinema was that bad. And then because I preempted it with that, it turned out not to be as bad as before. Oh, it's just... You know, what I, I, I don't know which form movie it is, but one of my favourite form moments is when he has a coffee, he has a coffee in the coffee shop mm. and then throws the cup down and goes, Another! It's just the first one. <laughs> is it? Aye. Uh, I want to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's never far from my mind when I finish a drink. <laughs> Another! <laughs> That's one of my favourite uh, Andrew Maxwell jokes. It's just about uh, kids. He's like, the reason I love babies is because every baby <laughs> drinks like a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like it's just both hands, or, both hands on a big thing, just glug, glug, dribbling out the side of its mouth, downs it all, and then just sort of drops the cup, falls to the side, <laughs> As a vomit. and then vomits on itself. <laughs> You're like it's the closest we can get to Norse. Oh God, I miss stand up. I miss. I miss jokes. I miss fucking being. I miss watching other people's sets. Not bad. Uh, Not everyone's. Like, I know there's some comedians listening to this being like, oh, that's nice. Not yours. Not yours, no. Like, (laughs) if you listen to this podcast, it's safe to assume that I'm not a fan of Uh, your stand up. Elliot, the offense. (laughs) Oh, no, I forgot Elliot does listen. Oh, that feels so specific. (laughs) Oh, that's not true. I really liked Elliot's last show. <laughs> was that the hour long one? Yeah, uh, sure. So not the thirty-seven minute one. No, it was the hour one. Aye, aye. <laughs> the one with the yeah, I, I love Elliot so much. The one where Elliot sat down for bits of a show, and then on, on the last tour, I sat down on my chair uh, on during the show. He's like, "You nicked that from me," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I sat. I, I stole sitting on a chair during stand up from you, Elliot. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go tell Dave Allen. Oh wait, he's dead. Is he? Yep, yep. He started it. I think. I I was talking on yeah. I was having a cry on my Twitch stream the other day because you know when your knickers are on a twist and you don't know why. No. Just in, you've just got sand in your knickers. No, I'm only ever approachable and. Uh, I, I I was can't. I was thrashing it out and I was talking about that how I miss uh, I miss just like you're at you're at the comedy because you're at a gig uh, but when you're sat in the room you're actually like a fan of the craft uh, like to the point that you want to do it. 
you know and um, I was talking about uh, some of the best w- ones where you're in the audience you know when you do the Manchester Comedy Store and say you're on in the second section right mm. and you can just go into the balcony and watch the full first section someone like McFerry will be on aye like host, hosting uh-huh. and just fucking weaving magic out of fresh air and you're, you're looking you're watching those guys like fuck man that's like incredible right. like and, then, was, and then you'll say welcome to the stage Mark Nelson and then you, and then you just go for a pint uh, then you just say well, the boss just there I'll just go kind of <laughs> <laughs> Mark would be so wounded by that also he's such a bad example because he's one of the he's one of the best in the world Mark's one of the ones I love the green room for whenever he walks in <laughs> just mugging off all my mates just slag off all my mates I can't do it to their face no we'll have to do that on the Patreon where they're not going to pay for it so. alright fair enough slag them all off this is a, this is a Patreon episode it's all not right. actually but that is uh, that is out soon do you want to explain it because I don't know what's happening um, I, people can support the podcast right by right. signing up for a Patreon how do they do that so basically this is going to come out every Wednesday from now on for free the way you normally get it or if you just want to make sure that it keeps happening, you can like donate three pound a month, and um, and that'll teach us to African fish. children will get tadpoles. <laughs> um, African British, we have pov people here, poor Scottish people. So uh, you can just make sure because if if this is if this is driven by you guys, if you've got like if you're invested in it that way, we can't let you down. We can't just go. Uh, can't be bothered to drive to Edinburgh. Oh, Danny's in Australia and I'm in Scotland. We're not going to do it. Mm. It's committing we're to it. So for three pound, you commit to it. You get it forty eight hours earlier than the Muggles, right. um, and then we'll have like a second tier where you can pay a little bit more and get some bonus features, and we'll create more stuff for you. We're going to do a video right. after this. Right. And bearing in mind, here's exactly why you should do it. If you're a fan of the fucking two woke cucks part of this podcast whenever I go to Cameron James bear in mind I'm going to Australia in two fucking weeks time so maybe it's fucking best you do support it if you want anything like that coming out and I'm going to do a podcast with Mark Nelson so if you don't so, so la- last time Mark Nelson was on he'd done the school run and then turned up at my hotel with a bag of cans <laughs> <laughs> did the podcast and then drove to pick them up <laughs> he did <laughs> Did I? So yeah, I can have Nelson on between the school runs. <laughs> God, that should be the That's name. A that should be the name of his podcast. So we're gonna have a feature. We're gonna have two more cooks, and we're gonna have between the school runs. Between the school runs with Mark Nelson. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna get them. Uh, me and Danny are gonna uh, do videos of us answering your questions. Um, we're gonna do one now. But um, nobody's sent in questions because this is the first one. I mean, the mate of, I could have checked the email. There probably is questions. Right. But uh, we've got... Quest- we're doing this on my OBS. We're going to do it on your uh, OBS. And record then, it. And then... Send me the file. Right. And then uh, I'll put it on. That's going to be the first bonus f- thing is me and you asking questions from the audience. Even, though, no, even though nobody's... I have got questions from the audience and you've got questions from the audience that we wrote, but we're going to pretend they're off the audience. God, I mean, I, I wouldn't pay for any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you if you are. So you'll get stuff like that. We're going we're gonna to just fucking put in a array of random shit and perks and, you know, like, when we start touring again, Look, we'll put it this way. It's fucking late. It's, it's late stage capitalism. Just give us your fucking money. That's is that, it. Is that your plug? That's it. Just, late stage, just give us it. Th- thanks for your support. Your loyalty means everything to her. Aye, aye. That's what it translates in into. Aye, but mm-hmm. um, so this is this is what they're getting for free. So should we just carry on in this lull? <laughs> I just let you. To the should we just swim in this lull for a bit? Aye. Just going. Aye, this is, what like, get, this is what you get if you didn't pay us very quick. <laughs> on the, in the Patreon podcasts, uh, we edit out the lulls, but on these ones, aye, they're an hour log. It depends what you want, really. It depends what you're looking for in your podcast. You see this scratch my eye? What have you done there? What did I do? It kind of hit me. What with? What? What with? I have fingers. Just, just clawed at you? Aye. Like a cat? Aye. What were you doing? Dangling uh, yarn in my face? Minding, minding my own business. Oh, yeah. Aye, just... just uh, off on you. I was just... I was actually on my computer and I was... I think I was donating money to a charity or something. Or, um... Virtually saving an orphan from a burning bus. 
and she just come up and was like, stop her. Everything for a reason. I just, she went calm as a bitch. And I was like, what have I done? She was like, I don't know, but. And why, why is she scratching you in real life? Um, she just fell and to say she was falling it was like and I, like I was on the couch and she was sitting on top of me and she was falling off the side and instead of putting her hand on a pillow to stable herself she was like I know what's firmer than a pillow an eyeball I'll just I just squished your eyeball in aye. I can't see it now actually domestic abuse aye do you want to um, what can you not do you, are you going to be alright well I mean I, I thought you'd notice this black spot that I'd drawn on the palm of my hand that's do you, do you flinch when she moves now? Um, yes. <laughs> but mainly because I think she's starting a race. That was one of your first jokes. What? About um, when your dad's in customs and he takes his belt off and you and your brother are like, Daddy, no. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Caulfield's got a better one, which is, uh, I remember when I was young, um, my dad got really mad. He used to take off his belt and fuck, he ruined us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she said ruin, but it was, you know, that was the punchline of Jesse shagged them instead. Oh, I miss watching stand-up, and, man. Uh, well, you're you're going to get a day or two, though. I am. You've got two weeks in quarantine. You'll be able to watch loads on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to fucking go. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll properly go and watch. There's not many years going out there, you know. I know it's... Uh, you, Carl Donnelly. Um, Stephen Scott, but he was over here. Well, he's one of them. He's over he's there, yeah. over I. And there's a couple of like acts that live out there as well, like Gordon Southern and that. Who, mm, mm. but as far as the British circuit goes, he's pretty much he's about five years <laughs> carrying with ambassadors. Uh, Don't I'm, let me down. I'm, I'm, I've got to get. I can't. You're not just playing out there in your boots. You're wearing my boots. <laughs> yeah, Different country. I. <laughs> That's my shirt on your back. <laughs> you're representing. I'm looking forward to. Good to see people. I'll watch the, some shows. I, I, I think. Uh, oh, I mean. What I, was the last show you watched as a punter? Oh god! I mean, that's. Oh, god. weirdly, did we what? Demi Lardner and Tom Walker. They both did their show in Melbourne in two thousand and nineteen. It must have been festival. That's what I'm thinking of. Two thousand nineteen Melbourne Fringe. Michelle Wolf. I went to see Michelle Wolf in Melbourne, and I feel like that's the last show that I went to see that I wasn't part of the show mm. because everything after that was tour Aye. or gigs. Aye, and then we just couldn't. Uh, and at the Edinburgh Festival, we didn't do the full run. No. We'd just done them like four or five days. At the Playhouse. Don't say just. Oh, four wait or five a minute. Days. F- at the Playhouse. Aye. You wanted to mention that. Well, just that when you, when you, well, yeah, when we too, or when they did four or five days of the, we didn't just do it, we did them at the fucking playhouse. Yeah. Still did better than everyone there, that's the important thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, thanks for saying we there, I really included in that. Um, oh, wait a minute, that fringe, I think I went to see wait, Liam Whiffnell. Liam Whiffnell's show might have been the oh, last show that I've seen. Surely not. No, we must have seen. We didn't see it, oh my god, I fucking. Like I am this live comedy. We've got to. I just. I even if even if they went, you don't you don't have to start until twenty twenty two. But you can start watching it again this year and be like, uh, mint. Aye, aye, <laughs> aye, aye. That's a big part of it. Just go down a fucking. I'd love to just stand at the back of fucking Red Raw for a bit. Aye. Aye. Just watch some fucking three day old comics, bomb with shite, cringe out of my skin. Uh, I just watched the like the one or two that I've got promised, but they're like stepping on their own jokes a bit too much and they're talking a bit too fast. But you know they've got it, uh, and you know they're getting they're getting enough laughs to really get the buzz when they come off stage. But they're also still partly doing an impression of someone else, and you go, all right, you're still you're still doing a fucking uh-huh. whether it be Mitch Hedberg routine or a, oh sorry not routine but cadence and so when we started because we restarted similar time we were like a year before me but when I start for sure um, people were doing Stuart Lee impressions and none of them were getting fucking anywhere uh, none I, of them were getting anywhere because they weren't they didn't think there was importance on Punchline because he cause he can captivate an audience so long without getting to the big laugh and when the big laugh comes it's worth it uh, so he, like Stuart, Stuart Lee nails that style because he's got a wealth of experience and he got there but I, I remember coming through in a time when 
open mics were doing that and sometimes hostile rooms and they just didn't have it. And I was just like, all you have to do to, to win in this environment is get a punchline a minute. Aye, that's it. And yeah, and yeah, you're, you're winning your competition. Aye. Um, and then, every, every and then there was a Bill Burr phase. I went through a Bill Burr phase. I went through a Louis C.K. phase. You went through a Tom Stade phase. I went through a Tom Stade phase. I went through an Ed Byrne phase. You went through the, the Tom Stade uh, idiosyncrasy that you picked up the most was pretending to talk while they're laughing away from the mic. Aye. As if you had like a little afterthought that was just for yourself. Aye. So you could see your lips moving and your eyes like looking as if you were thinking, but you weren't specifically saying anything. And I sp- I'd spotted that in Tom, and then I saw you doing it, and I was like, "Oh, you've you've absorbed that from Stade." He's no way, uh, you know. Dave Chappelle's uh, how he hits the mic off of his leg so uh-huh. when he's laughing. That's Tony Woods, is it? Yeah, that's so. T- Tony Woods is. Uh, I mean, even Dave Chappelle admits that Tony Woods is the one that fucking well, that uh, inspired him. But I remember watching Tony Woods uh, for the first time because I didn't know who he was. The first time I watched him when I was about fucking twenty or nineteen in Oz. And I remember I was like, oh my God, he just stole that thing off Dave Chappelle and the head of the comedy store was like, nope, <laughs> wrong way round. Yeah, and I was like, around. oh my God, it, yeah. What I think that it? was the moment where you just fucking realise, you go, oh, you always just, I can't believe Dave Chappelle, obviously Dave Chappelle was inspired by people, obviously the greats are inspired by people, and obviously the people that are inspired by are not as always fucking successful as they are. Was it Romash that started the wave of people dropping the mic down by their side? Ramesh. Uh, you know, they, you'll do a punchline, it bangs, people start laughing, his hands drop. No, that wasn't That no, wasn't Ramesh. No. Because so, I, I remember, like, so, some act on that, and then that just seemed to be a thing where you'd get a bunch of open makers or, like, tell a joke that's, like, underwhelming. They're expecting a big laugh. That the... It, Frankie always... Frankie... Drop, t- yeah. Like, so the, the mic goes below the hip. It's almost like it, um, it's a good bit of stagecraft because it buys a round of applause. People are laughing. Aye. But if you drop the mic down, it's like you're waiting for more Aye. and the applause would come. And you'd see that, that like somebody must have started that because that's not a bit of stagecraft I remember from the early days. But then it's something that you'd see quite a lot of. I remember when we, when we started, everyone was doing a... Everyone was doing a Russell Kane impression or a Russell... Oh, Hammond stretch. Impression. Either way. Aye. Skinny jeans and lunging. Aye. So they, they couldn't just stand still while they were talking. A lot they were like, and, I, and I was absolutely guilty of this. I'm fucking understand. doing groin stretches on stage, right? Really, no, yeah. Oh, no, I, I didn't do groin stretches. I wasn't that bad. But the, one of the ones that amongst such a fucking hack thing that people do, they definitely done it. But you know, when you do like an impression of something, and then you're like, oh, I don't know what my hand's doing there. Yes, you do. Like, uh, you've done that, you've done that riff a thousand fucking times. And also, you put your hand in that position. Like, oh, so he's standing over here saying this. I don't know what my hand's doing over there. That's so weird. Like, I'm so cookie. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Shite. I, for improv. I, for improv. I, I, I God, I miss. I'm, I, that's I'm, I'm guilty of for improv because I'll do, I'll do an improv that gets a big laugh yeah. and then I'll go, oh, they'll not know tomorrow that that's not improv no, if I get that right. That's fine. What I mean is specifically, like, the fucking, I've just done this. Oh, this weird bit in the moment. You can redo an improv, I think, is a different craft of just repackaging a fucking lie, and that's why I think it's class. Mm. It's just going, I'm going to make every single one of you think I just came up with this right now, you fucking idiot. Well, is that, with stand-up, I feel like there is that illusion of spontaneity anyway, where like you've got to, you've got to talk like you're just thinking of this now. I'll tell you who's the best at it. Ross Noble. Aye, is that because Rostov was absolutely? He looks like he's making it all up on the spot, and yep. then you'll see him the next day. And you go, "What the Ross Noble is the absolute fucking master of? Like, I'm just coming up with this." Aye, I, uh, fresh air. I fucking, I think Ross Noble is one of the uh, not only one of the funniest comedians as a bloke. He's one of the best. Uh, just if uh, I was, last time I was in Australia, uh, I was in um, was it Perth or Adelaide? I was just flying somewhere, so I'm just in the, you know what, I'm like at an airport, fucking headphones in, uh, not paying much attention, and I'm just in the queue, and I just hear by me, somebody's just going, oh my god, it's, it's Daniel Sloss, oh that's, de- that's definitely, that's, de- that's definitely, it's definitely Daniel Sloss, should we go talk to him, I'm like, oh fuck, like, oh, don't, don't talk to him, just, just touch him. Just like touch, touch his ear, just touch, touch his neck or something. You just turn and go, you fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> to fucking snap your fingers off, you little cunt. <laughs> and I did, and I spat on Ross Noble's face. Ross <laughs> <laughs> Ross. I've, I've only met him once before seven years ago, but he was like, I saw you over there, and I've 
just been following you for a bit. I'm like, fucking class, Matt. Because <laughs> he knows that that's something that absolutely would wind up. Do you know how I was at my first ever Fringe Festival in uh, 2010? My first ever follower. Mm. I'd been up doing the competitions in 20, 2009. And, uh, so 2010, I've got my first show. I still work at the time, right? I've got a full-time job to go back to after after August. And um, I, I finished the show... And there was a woman in the front who had been a really good sport, right? Uh, and she, it's because we, we, we show was filth. Mm. I'm 25, I'm me, right? We show was filth, right? And this woman was this elderly woman who was really sweet. And I was like, I put it on at the beginning. I was like, this show totally depends on how much you're going to enjoy it. Because if you're disgusted by the stuff I come up with, yeah. everyone's going to feel really awkward. It's like swearing in front of me grand kind of thing, right? And this woman was a belt of sport and she laughed at everything. And like, yeah, I, I, like she was such a big part of the show for, for that specific show yeah. that I got her a big round of applause or something. And then... Right. Um, and then I just heard the shout from the back, which was like, where's my round of applause or something like that, right? And I was like, fucking, eh? She was like, where's my round of applause? I went, get the lights up, who's that? And it was uh, Ross Noble's mom, right? And she just went, she used to be my school teacher, oh, uh, Miss Noble. Uh, I was my head of year. I was always in trouble. I'd always end up in her, like in detention with her. And she just went, ah, you used to give me shit when I was at work. I thought I'd come to your place and shout. And I was like, I wait until the end. And I got up and gave her a hug and all that. And I remember touching people uh, in the middle of the show. Uh, never met Ross Noble, but I spent loads of time with his ma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's great. He's, uh, he's fucking sound. So I've got some stuff to say about your dad. Speaking of speaking of parents, speaking of parents of comedians. Who the fuck just phoned me? No, I'm fucking this isn't podcast material. Oh, we've got a I've got a cameo to do. Off the, I'll do that. We, we, we can get in that as well because that's a podcast listener. Fuck Hold me. on, let's uh, let's oh no, that, I'll not do it on the podcast because it's a surprise for the birthday. <laughs> right. I'll not say it now. Right, but um, right. Your dad opens cans of tuna with his teeth. <laughs> when your dad was in school, he swapped a Scotland bad shiny that he needed for one half of the England squad, which he already had three of. Not even remotely true. That is, I. No. That is. No. Your dad has a tongue like a chameleon, and he uses it to catch other people's bogeys that they try to flick away. <laughs> Your, your dad got rushed into hospital because I did a got your nose but really committed to the bit <laughs> your dad thinks all dogs are Christians and all cats are Jews and has spent most of his retirement circumcising the feline population <laughs> your dad videos himself giving money to homeless people for his YouTube channel and then he asks for it back when he stops filming <laughs> uh, your dad pisses upwards when it rains to remind the sky of who's really boss <laughs> The boss is gravity. Gravity always, always wins. Uh, your dad went to confession to tell the father about all the sins he had at Weight Watchers. <laughs> your dad's got a little hole in the side of his head, uh, and if you put a paper clip in it and hold it down for five seconds, basically it just resets him, and he forgets everything that happened in the last hour, and he only ever uses it whenever you've popped round for a cuppa. <laughs> <laughs> and he always spends the rest of the day wondering why his bum's so. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.